Satnam. I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I travel the world, loving to meet an ever-growing global community. We are appreciative of your vital role on this planet, for it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusing.com. Bless you. Take your two fingers, your two hands and fingers, and bring them together just like this. And in this way, you're going to transfer the information through your heart center. As you identify with that infinite stranger, the master within. Oh, oh, oh. 
when a wave is traveling through the ocean, the wave travels, but the water stays where it is. The water doesn't travel. The water rises and falls as the wave passes through it. The wave is an energy. The water is matter. When you perceive something, it means that you've received it. You receive its energy. You then translate that energy into information. And the information is what you experience as an event. And you talk about that event with other forms of information. Words, opinions, feelings, attitudes. But the energy that actually comes to you is like the wave that comes to you. Everything has always been there. The water has always been there. The wave comes to you. And you experience the wave that comes to you in the water that rises around you. And this is why Lord Buddha said, the river is always changing, but the river remains the same. So you go through a variety of events in a series of moments. Those events that you're going through are you. Therefore, you to grow through. You want a different script. You want a different movie. But you can't have a different movie by talking or yelling at the screen. <laughs> the only way that you can have a different movie is to set up a different wave. And the wave is the energy. So in order for you to have a different movie occurring in your world, you need to set up a different energy that's coming into your world. And the way that you set up a different energy is to get to the source of energy. And just like we said earlier, the master within us is in love with each other, even if we have differences with each other, because the master within us is at the source of the energy. And when we acknowledge the master within us and affirm the master within us and worship the master within us, we become ultimately, through mimicry, we become the master within us.
when we become the master within us, we're at the source. And when we're at the source, we are able to determine the energy that we're passing through. And then it changes. Our friends change. I don't mean that we get different friends. We might. But the friends that we have will change. They'll see a different side of us. They'll respond to a different facet of us. Our circumstances will change. You know, it was very interesting, this whole spiritual attitude towards capital. It wasn't started by spiritually inclined people. The idea of capital is evil. Yogi Bhajan said poverty is a curse. And then there are these groups of people that take a vow of poverty as a demonstration of spirituality. He said they're just brainwashed into believing that an energy has a good or evil value. An energy does not have a good or evil value. An energy is an energy. An ego doesn't have a good or evil value. An ego is an energy. Ego is what is known as potential energy. Money is known as potential energy. Your opinion of any circumstance, whether it's a person in your life, a condition in your life, your opinion is an opinion about an energy that could be valued in any direction. So when you formulate the opinion, suddenly you have determined the nature of the energy. And when you have formed an opinion, everything from that moment on regarding that circumstance will fit into your expectation. Your expectation of how you are. I am this. I am this and then I am this. I'm physically this. I'm emotionally this. I'm mentally this. Take the opinions of smart, less smart, dumb, stupid. Really? Not realities, opinions. What is good, what is bad? That's really a good pickle. Some people hate pickles. A good pickle and a bad pickle to a person that hates pickles is meaningless. 
And yet all of our world is governed by opinions. We have opinion polls. This is doing well. This is doing poorly. We are so brainwashed that we actually believe that for no matter what reason, if a country is making a lot of goods, the GDP, and selling a lot of goods, the country is healthy. The United States is one of the sickest countries on earth. I'm talking health-wise. The, ob the obesity levels, the, the pancreatic failure levels, the kidney failure levels, the heart failure levels, all of these are off the charts compared to so many other countries. And yet we're called a world leader. What we're dealing with here is stacked information. I'm not trying to pull the United States down. I'm, I'm trying to disassemble all countries. But that's another time and space. The opinions that are stacked to create these attitudes don't just begin in this moment. There are waves that have been carrying these opinions through your life, waves in your blood, waves in your time, waves in your incarnations. There are waves that have been carrying certain opinions in your life for a very long time. And those waves that are coming to the beach of your existence are not going to change, but you can learn to navigate them. I can remember once when I was, you know, my wife and I have been married for 41 years and not every day has been super. And I can remember in the moment of a not-so-super day. And, you know, I was really, I was really humphy, you know. <laughs> and I had my hands like this because I was driving. And I had Yogi Bhajan sitting next to me. And I was humphy. And he looked at me and he said, So, what's the matter, Guru Singh? And I said, it's my wife. <laughs> and he started doing just what you did. He started hysterically laughing. <coughs> he said, and he turned around and turned around and turned around and said, she's not here. <laughs> now, can you please restate your case? So, you know, I made up something that was restating my case, and he looked at me and he said, So, you've been standing on the beach, and a big wave knocked you down. 
the wave of whatever that circumstance was knocked you down. And now you're going to continue to complain about that wave? Or are you going to learn from being knocked down so that the next time that kind of wave strikes your beach, you don't get knocked down? How are you going to interpret your moments so that you can learn from them or so that you can, and these were his words, burn from them? We have the opportunity every single day to develop our system. This is the Kundalini that rises through the Shushmana. And that crystal-rich liquid in the Shushmana that actually helps to shine the light of the Kundalini through the various centers. Passes through the lower triangle, which is your gut brain, passes through the heart center, which is your heart brain, passes through the upper triangle, which is your head brain. If you use the whole system, you can connect to the world through your gut. You can give and take from the world. You can give and receive from the world through your heart. And then you can learn and memorize your lessons through the head. But if you use the system of memorization to guide you, you will hold on to old moments. And the word forgive means to give forward. What it means is that you're not holding on to old moments. One of the most important things in life is to give yourself forward and to receive this moment, and that is all done through the heart brain. You must work to give yourself forward and then receive this moment, because as is in that wave passing through the moment, this moment is always brand new. And to carry any of the head brain's memory into this moment that does not serve this moment. Now, what did he tell me? Standing on the beach, what should I retain from a previous moment? A tiny bit of the experience and a whole lot of the lesson learned. But we do it in the inverse. We retain from the old moments a huge amount of the experience and a tiny bit of the lesson learned. And that means that we become burdened by all of those moments until they make us ill. Because ultimately, all of these brains, all of these neurological centers 
of perception, these doors of perception, are determining how we will be physically, how we will be emotionally, how we will be mentally, how we will be spiritually, how we will be mentally, how we will be emotionally, how we will be physically, how we will be spiritually. It's a circle. And in this way, we take the view of the moment and we retain a very tiny amount of the experience. Even if it's super joyful. Because to retain too much of a joyous moment of the past will turn us toward the past. And we will then not be able to reproduce that moment in the present. We'll be constantly pining away about the past that was wonderful, the good old days. <laughs> but if we look at even tumultuous moments, which right now there are a lot of tumultuous moments, what is the nature of tumult? Without tumult, you couldn't have come to class. The tumult in your car's engine drove you to class. If you walked here, it was the tumult between your feet and the pavement that created that traction, that gave you the ability to walk. Tension, pressure, stress and friction are the components of tumult. So if you're looking at tumult, it means you've got fuel. The fuel of disease is to know the greatest health. The fuel of violence is to know the greatest peace. The fuel of poverty is to know the greatest wealth. Truly, poverty on this earth is not being financially broke. Poverty on this earth is being consumed by the experience with very little attention to the lessons. That is the poverty, consumed by the experience, and very little attention to the lessons. Now, there was a period of time in the past when if you were on a spiritual path, you shouldn't be together with another, with a partner, because sexual energy was much too stimulating. That time period is over. There was a time period in the past when you did not want to have, if you were on a spiritual path, you did not want to have a lot of capital because capital created too many options. And with too many options, you had disruption. That period is over. All of the periods of the past are over. There was a time in the past when traditions were held firmly in place.
And there was limits to what you could be if you were going to be a spiritual person. That period of time is over. And the religions that still hold to that, the nations that still hold to that, the cultures that still hold to that, they are going to be ground up like salad. Had to do a vegetarian metaphor. <laughs> metaphor. Like chopped salad. Because the only way forward is for you to take in the energy and to translate it into the information of your destiny. Your destiny is to be great, to be globally known in many categories. Your destiny is to be great and globally known in many categories. You must cease the burden of your experience. And bank the lesson learned. And then invest that lesson learned into your future. Yogi Bhajan said, see the faults and then unsee them. Because when you see the faults and then unsee them, it means that you're not being burdened by the experience. Didn't say, don't see the faults. Said, see them, then unsee them. Because by seeing them, standing on that beach, when that big wave is coming, you experience and you go, okay, got that. Knocked me over. The next time it's time for the big wave to come, you either dive through it, jump over it, you do something, but it doesn't take you down. Because you contain the awareness of the infinite master within you, which is identical to the infinite master within each one of us. You contain that information, that awareness of that information, and you can use it. So I said to him, yeah, but, which he thought was a real wor word because he had heard so many Westerners say, yeah, but, yeah, but. So he said, you know, the worst word in the English language is yeah, but. <laughs> so I said, yeah, but. 
What if she doesn't change? <laughs> he and I are very fortunate that we made it through that drive. <laughs> because what came out next almost took us off the road. <laughs> Because he said, after the explosion took place, have you heard nothing? <laughs> and don't we all fall into that trap? Because we're not actually listening. We're talking to ourselves. Oh yeah, he means, oh yeah, he means, oh yeah, I get it, he means, Oh yeah, he means, oh yeah, he means, oh yeah, I get it, he means, right? Which is the complete opposite of sunya. Sunya is deep listening, deep listening, so that you actually absorb the information. You don't interpret it, you don't translate it, you don't try to apply it to some meaningful circumstance, you just get the information, and that will heal you. You don't have to have an intellectual description of what went on. It will just heal you. No explanation, no translation, no interpretation. And what does your brain say? Yabat. <laughs> the head brain goes yabat. The heart brain at that time and the gut brain at that time need to have an intervention. Because your head brain is addicted to its superiority. And it is supported by the entire culture. So if you step outside of that encounter and ask a few friends, they're going to tell you that encounter is nonsense. That that which comes after the yabat in your head brain is true sense. And you can go around and find all kinds of support Professional, personal, religious, any kind of category you want. You will find support for your yabat. And what does that mean? That means you are stuck. That means that you are using that to keep you from growing. To keep you from fulfilling that mission in your destiny that is phenomenal. You are a phenomenon.
Before solstice, I said I was operating at about 17% of capacity. I think it would be too big of a stretch if I said I was at 18 now, but I will give myself credit for maybe 17.5. And I'm serious about that. Because I know there is this... I'm trying to do quick math. 82.5% that I have yet to go through. And every one of my significant and insignificant yabats will keep my progression slow. And you have to look at yours. What is keeping your progress? Slow. And at certain points in time, it is time to push. <laughs> Coming to get you. <laughs> Pushing is not something you should do very often. But it is something that when it is necessary, if you don't do it, the wave will knock you down. Because when it is time for us to push, it means that we're on the backside of the wave. We're experiencing that depression, that anxiety, not anxiety, excuse me, we're experiencing that depression, that frustration, that anger, that determination, that need for certainty. We're experiencing those natures of the backside of the wave of time. Anxiety is on the front side when you're just about to be taken under. And it is in those times that it is time to push. Turn anger into, and frustration into determination. Turn determination into contained chaos. At some points in time, you just want to go like this. Do it, but do it in a containment, and then you're just like an internal combustion engine moving your plan forward. Don't do it on somebody else. Because then they'll lose contact with their master. <laughs> and get in touch with their idiot. And they'll be just the same back to you. And after it goes back and forth a few times, you lose count of who started it. <laughs> right? And that's what we were told was called intertwined neurosis. And at that point, it doesn't matter who started it. It matters who takes the opportunity to end it. Because it may have started in an ignition 
but an ignition starts earlier. And so even though it has jumped out from this person, don't... Even though it has jumped out from this person, it has had a long trail before. And that's what we have to realize. You may experience it with your head brain. You actually view it or hear it, which is interpreted in the sensory cortexes of the head brain. But that starts in a whole different part of your being. So the exercises that we'll be doing today, very, very interesting set, is all about tension, pressure, stress, and friction, electromagnetics, and how the tension, pressure, stress, and friction has chemical responses from the glands and organs in our body. Take charge of your own circumstance. Take charge of your own circumstance. Your physical circumstance, your emotional circumstance, your mental circumstance, your spiritual circumstance. Let's start with spiritual. Say after me, repeat these words. I, I am, am a, a master. master. I, I am, am a, a master. master. Let's move to mental. I, I am, am a, a creative, creative genius. genius. I, I am, am a, a creative genius. genius. Let's move to emotional. I, I am, am in, in love. love. I, I I am, am in, in love. love. Let's go to the physical. I, I am, am perfectly, perfectly healthy. healthy. And give yourself nine months to get every one of those bodies into every one of those statements. By the middle of April 2018, April 12th to be exact, is today the 11th? July? August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. The day after one year, April 12th, 2018, write it down. I am and all of those realities. Nine months. The same period of time it took you to gestate this physical body. Do we have a deal? Yes. Some of you will be stronger in this moment physically or mentally or emotionally or spiritually. Doesn't matter. Every one of those, and by in nine months, by April 12, 
2018, we are all standing on top of our own personal mountain with nothing but the future and the investment of our destiny ahead of us. And that means that we all have to be at least at 33. Don't give me this 100% business. Okay? Because at 33, we will be outstanding. That doesn't mean we're not a master. That doesn't mean that we're not this. It means that we're at 33% of capacity. When you get in your car, do you always drive it at full capacity, metal to the pedal to the metal? No. You drive through traffic, yes? So if we start going at 100%, those sirens that we heard, they will be for us. Because we will be unrecognizable. But at 33% of capacity, we'll be a force for good. We'll be a force to deal with. And none of us can stand out any further than any other of us because then we become targets. Do you understand? This is not the time of spiritual leaders. This is the time of spiritual leadership. This whole thing about making iconic crazies out of certain individuals. We're video recording today, so I couldn't flip it off. But I sure want to. Yeah. We are over that period, just like we're over the whole celibacy, we're over the whole poverty, we're over all of those austerities. can be found now on gurusing.teachable.com. There's going to be long-form classes available there, 30-minute long yoga classes with Kriya. There's also what is called a Kundalini Recharge. It's a brief lecture about something like depression or gratitude or achievement or partnering or success and it'll be a lecture with a pranayama breathing exercise and a single asana that you can just jump into during the day and then it'll round out with an affirmation or meditation and these will be like 11 minutes and then there are also going to be audio files which are guided 11 minute meditations which you can listen to and that's all within gurusing.com Bless you for joining us. Visit gurusing.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more.